Hey guys, if you found us, you are listening to Music Bay. So, Hi. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, I, let's introduce this lovely, lovely panel here. I am myself and Terrence. Uh, we have uh, Rich here. What up? Uh, we have a very exciting, special, special guest uh, who does all the things. We're going to hear all about it. <laughs> Coming. How y'all doing? Oh, you gotta, gotta, gotta give them more than just the how you do it. Let them know who you are. I'm who you Kevin, are. I'm Kevin. I'm Brooklyn Zone. Uh, I mean, I do a lot of different things. I own a magazine called Parlay, so we'll start with that. Um, and it's a music and media magazine. Very cool. So you I'm know, you know a little bit about music then? Just a little bit. A little bit. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least. It's me, Mickey. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I tried the it's me Mario thing. That didn't work out. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) So if you know anything about these types of our uh, versions of our program, we do a themed episode. And this theme just happens to be other songs from one hit wonders. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's like that other song that they did, you know, after they got, you know, their record deal and didn't. The execs were like, okay, what else you got? And they were just kind of scratching their heads and just kind of threw anything out there, just hoping it would, like, land, but didn't always. Doesn't mean we didn't love the effort because, you know. (laughs) True. Man, I got, like, that one hit. I'm wondering when it's going to be a hit. So that's just (laughs) sitting in my notebook. So, I mean, at least they got to the hit part. Probably toured off that one song. They got that one. That's all you need. You just need one. And And you get, like, a dance remix, but extended cut. (laughs) We're one hit wondering right now. Oh, yeah. The the remix with Fabulous on the track. (sighs) Fabulous speech. No, no. Wow. (laughs) You're not talking shit about Fabulous. I mean, he's good for a good remix. And then, you know, if you're lucky, you might get, like, Pitbull and Shout out to J-Lo. <laughs> I'm going to say this was really hard because I feel like it's hard to be a one-hit wonder anymore. Like, with the internet, like, there's so many people that, like, oh, I'm going to, even if this person only gets famous off of one hit, they're so accessible now that and they could just have so many fans that could follow their shit, so. This is true. A lot of people on our list today, they have really good followings. Still. Yeah. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think uh, with with the internet now, like we're gonna see one hit wonders less and less. Uh, yeah, I suppose you're gonna get a lot of no hit wonders. So there's just gonna That's be a, really a, true. So lack of talent, but huge following because yeah, they are accessible, and so they may learn about you because of a meme. Like you really gonna do that here, right <laughs> in front of my salad? Like I mean, who knows who she is, but she's famous. She's gonna be my profile picture tomorrow. God damn, I, I, I'm I'm mad that I found out that that was a thing. <laughs> just, just why? Let's uh. get to this goddamn list. Let's talk about <laughs> some shit that really matters. Oh, okay, let's go. Rich is getting mad again. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Kevin's got the first song coming up. Uh, well, so I do want to say that you know I'm an R&B fan, so my list is yeah. really a lot of R&B music and. I don't think anyone on my list is actually a one-hit wonder. Um, everybody has multiple albums. It's just that you probably only remember their their first big hit, and or you only know them for that first big hit, and you, you just didn't know they came out with multiple albums. So the first person is Tweet. Of course, she's known for Oh My, Oops, There Goes, all that good stuff. Um, but she came out with multiple singles for that first album, Sweet Southern Hummingbird. Uh, back in the day 
but I chose her because she just put out an album last year um, called Charlene. That's her real name. Uh, and I interviewed her, and I, like I said, I just like R&B. So her single from the album was called Magic, uh, and that's what I'm going to play now. Something soulful. There we go. And she had a video for this and everything, but, you know, again, you got to know what happened. I think that's the thing with R&B, like you are saying. You won't necessarily have one hit wonders, but with R&B, the genre just isn't what it used to be at all. So they're not getting as much traction and attention as they used to. Um, I think part of that has to do with uh, R&B is broken up into so many subgenres now. You got like straight R&B, you got blue eyed soul, you got neo soul, you got right. so many other things. Right. Um, and they're really not calling it R&B anymore. I think I don't, it, I don't hear that term. It's I, adult contemporary now. It's it's yeah. it has more I feel to do with execs being out of touch with the exploding market. Because if you think about the number one export of music to date, like currently, it is RB. RB's leading. Like over rap, over rock, over country. Internationally. Yeah, Everybody wants a piece. So you have these acts that are coming up that are explosive. But these execs don't, they don't see that. You know, like how the adults don't see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's like that. <laughs> and so it's up to the consumers to. Did you just compare R&B to Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I compare lots of things that people don't understand to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Right, like right. intersectionality. Like if you're not born with the ability to deduce and see what makes things different. If you don't have that nuanced capability to just see why things are not the same versus just throwing it all together I, I call it what it is I really like that beat though that shit was yeah, that yeah. was I mean, tight the, the video is real sexy and, and she does a thing it's a great album but you know most people don't know it even came out um, and, and just to piggyback off what you said I think the, the problem for the execs is do you call Adele R&B do you call Ed Sheeran R&B and since you can't cause you know black people would go crazy um <laughs> They they're in they end up in a pickle and it's like you can't call them R and B and you know and there's always been hits like that right from white people from a right, number right. of artists there were Asian ar- artists that have made it big with R and B sounding songs here right. they're very rare but well you know happens. Sam Smith got a B E T or Macklemore with the rap uh, Grammy, right? Yeah. Bobby Caldwell sounded all black and shit. Actually, he hit his identity live. Like he had a smoky stage yep. and shadows <laughs> and just heard the voice and was like, oh, this is awesome. We can't let these black people know that he white. <laughs> but I mean, it was a weird reversal because usually when you didn't see an artist on a record cover, it was because they were of color. And yeah. That was the reason why they needed to do that to sell. So to just see that it's the execution is just a little amazing. But as far as tweet tweets outstanding, I got to see her at Sounds of Brazil last year to promote that nice, album. Nice, nice. That was an amazing event. I have a bunch of videos on my YouTube channel. I'll probably link it. Probably won't. <laughs> no, please link it. We have a Music Bay YouTube channel. Hi. Look out for that. All right, cool, cool. Um, let's go into the next song. It's a song that I chose. It's from Nat- Natalie Imbruglia. 
Um, I don't know if you guys remember her, but she came out with this hit Torn in the 90s. It wasn't about her ACL. (laughs) 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 And I really loved that song. Um, Torn didn't describe my life in any way, um, but it was just she was a beautiful singer. Um, But then I do remember her lyrics being a little dumb. Um, And the song that we're about to hear, the lyrics are a little dumb or super genius. And I'll explain why. Hello, 808. (laughs) I like the way this was created. So it's super mellow. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I immediately thought it'd be York. What? No. This is... No. It's too structured to be the Bjork. <laughs> this no, makes too this much sense. This can't be Bjork. Exactly. That that's true too. But no, this is way beneath Bjork. I mean, I haven't heard the rest simple. of it. This is pretty much it. Is it weird oh. that I don't fuck oh. with Bjork at all? I, I just really don't like her. Um, she is uncategorizable. And that's actually one of our themes, funny enough. Gotcha. Um, so we're, she we're has gonna talk a song. about Bjork more. <laughs> Look it up. She has a song with Bobby McFerrin. Damn, Bobby McFerrin, yo. All right. Um, what do you guys think? I, I like the song. It's simple. Um, it's just uh, the lyrics. Yeah, it's a cool song. Um, real mellow. I, I, I would have to hear the lyrics to really understand what she's talking about, but... It sounds like something that would be on like a, a CW show in a breakup right, right, uh, right. scene. Yes. Oh, I'm so angry at the CW right. breakup scene. <laughs> I could definitely. Why can't you just look shit. at me, Dawson? <laughs> Jesus, that's fucked up. So, um, yeah, guys, that's WPIX. <laughs> WPIX. Yep. Throwbacks. All right, cool. I guess. Uh, oh, but but let me talk about her lyrics while oh, while bad. you cue up your song. Oh, okay. Um, so. Natalie Imbruglia, she has this line called, why bleeding is believing. Well, no, yeah. bleeding is breathing. Um, try bleeding is breathing. She why failed anatomy, didn't she? Bleeding is breathing. Her ass ain't smart. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know her, her so, background in education, but, but... she's not a hemophiliac. No, no. Um, I, I'm... I can guess not. Uh, but so as simple as that sounds, it could also be really genius because if you just look at the first word, why try? Why try? Right? Because she's talking about heartbreak. And a lot of people, they just give up. You know, when they, when they experience too much pain and they can't take it, they're just like, okay, why bother? I'm just going to give up. I'm not good at this. I'm, I'm never going to fall in love again. I'm never going to be in a relationship again. Yada, yada, yada. So I thought that was pretty clever. If that's her intention, probably not. <laughs> I'm just reading too much into it. God damn, okay. I wonder if she wrote the song. I know the other song she sung, but someone else wrote it. Someone else yes, wrote Torn, that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well. Kiss it off. Next song. Next song. Uh, this is me. Uh, yeah. We're we going back to the return of the Mac, but not the song return. Just the Mac. Just listen. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're here. Oh, wait. I should have 
turned up the volume on that shit first, right? We. This shit sounds. I, already, I was about to say. I already like this. When did this come out? I can't remember what year in the 90s, but it was on the same okay. album that Return of the Mac okay, was. Okay. This. I am. I'm there. It, it's it's so aggressively 90s R&B. That's what this shit is. This is this is like street harassment 90s. <laughs> Like this, this would be on like a like a black romantic comedy soundtrack, starring Damon Wayans, <laughs> featuring Mark Morrison. <laughs> or you know, a slice of life movie starring like I don't know a Mandy Moore type or Julia Stiles. I'm giving a ballet to go take. They have a love interest with Morris Chestnut or, or something. something like that, Jesus right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like Montel Jordan before he found God. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, we, we might get to some Montel. We, we just might. We just oh, Montel got albums. And even Mark Morrison, he came out with like a new single or something a couple years ago. Yeah, but the problem is nobody cares. Like, right. this this is a good ass song. I'm surprised. Right. Like, when I listened to the full album, I was like, there's some, there's some hits on this yeah, shit yeah, yeah. that nobody cares about because they couldn't get past him saying Return of the Mac. That was a good song. Too. I think it's uh, his I'm, problem is that he shot himself in the foot by saying "Return of the Mac" as his first song. And you can't return for your first song. Right, right. It's it's. I think it's more of a gatekeeper issue. For back in the day, there was someone who literally was like, "We're either gonna let you release this, or we're gonna just hang on to it." Whether it had to do a competition from other people in the same label or what have you. Now we are the gatekeepers for these artists. And we have access to lots of their catalog, and we can uplift and promote what we want, which is what we should be doing as people who love music. So, this is true. That gets tricky, though. It does. Why? We'll, we'll, we'll get into that as he. I guess he's queuing up. So, I, I you know, I'm in the music industry, oh, no, so I, I feel like um, that that gets tricky because. A lot of people don't actually support the music. We we front like we support the music, and even now, you you know, it's all about first week numbers. If your That's first true. week is amazing, then okay, people care. If it's not amazing, then bye. Wow, that is true. That's some people true. go viral and post. Sam Smith went viral and post. When was the last time any of us bought an album? Oh, you're talking to the wrong one. I, I still <laughs> own CDs. I did. <laughs> I still own CDs, so I do still buy, but that's the Spotify. rare. It's rare. I got my Spotify Premium account. And yeah, I, I bought Rihanna's Anti mm. on um, Google Play Music. Mm. What you got? Yeah. Oh, let's see. What's next? What is going to play? What is going to? Okay, so I fell in love with this song because I fell in love with this band. Uh, this band is Marcy's Playground, so they have the big song Sex and Candy. That's the song everybody knows. Yep. Sort of. If not, Google it, YouTube it. It was amazing. But this song, this l- the lyrics and the video just it just floored me. It took me all the way out. Ultimately, the video plays as Boy Who Cried Wolf. You find out at the end of the video that they're like inspecting a wolf and there's a little boy inside the wolf. It's a little crazy. 
beautiful. Um, the this is, that is the this, video. Yeah, the video. <laughs> I think I've seen this video. And then the song itself definitely has like that tainted post grunge vibe that mm. should have still been alive today had people like Nickelback not sold their souls. But you know, whatever. I'll take it where I can get it. What was the band with Chris Cornell and all those other um, hit makers? In excess. No, no, no. That no. Would, that, that, no. Um, um, that, you talk about Vover? that he fronted after. Oh, Soundgarden. Audio Slave. Audio Slave. Yeah. I don't know shit about rock music. <laughs> oh, no, I was the, I was just gonna say In Excess over and over again. Oh. <laughs> somebody said the right answer. No, Rich. <laughs> it's okay. You'll you'll learn a little something later on. Don't you worry. We're gonna the reason rock it why out. I know Chris Cornell at all is because he did a James Bond theme, and I'm a huge James Bond fan. Oh. That's literally it. Very cool. All right, while while we're queuing up the next song, um, what do you think consists of a one-hit wonder? Like, what what are the elements to a song that makes it a one-hit? Uh, well, a, a, a hit in general, and like, why only one hit from that artist? Well, in my experience. Um, a one-hit wonder, not necessarily a hit. It, a one-hit wonder is a song that's bigger than you. It's bigger, like, it's the song that is going to be your biggest record regardless of what you put out next. And because of that, whatever you put out second, nobody cares. Um, you know, in terms of hip-hop, Jaquan comes to mind. Chingy comes to mind. I was going to um, say Hurricane Chris. Hurricane Chris, Asher Roth, you know, it, there's oh, been, wow, it's Asher been, Roth. It's been a lot. All these people were people I was considering for my list, actually. Yeah, I was considering um, Asher Roth, too. But, yeah, it's, it's, that first hit is just too too big for you, man. Sometimes you need to come out soft, and smooth, and figure it out from there. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So kind of, like, diminish your talent a little bit? Not diminish your Not talent. Not diminish. But, See, because that's a, the problem. The label is going to take the best song on the album. And make money right away. But if that best song on the album is by far the best song on the album, like if there's nothing that's even close to it, then they already know you're you're done from here. Yeah. We're going to get our single sales, and maybe you'll get an album just because we like you. But you So you got you to gotta make the surrounding... Right surrounding uh, material just as good as what was there before. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And that's just become so much harder. All right, cool. Well, Kevin, tell us about your next choice. Well, I'm getting right into it because I got to figure okay. out who this. Oh, this Let's is... Let's just get into it. Oh, this is a beautiful song, man. It's All seven right. minutes long. You know who this is? Ooh. It's, it sounds just like Tweet. This is another R&B classic. This is Truth Hurts. Shit, is sexy. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and Truth Hurts came out with So Addictive... Uh, which was produced by Dr. Dre, had Rock Kim on it. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. She came out with another album that was better than anything on the first album, but Addictive was so huge. And again, Dr. Dre produced it, Rock Kim was on it. It was too much on that first single. So when Raphael Sadiq produced her second album, which is like, okay, that's amazing, right? It was, it was chock full of hits, but nobody was paying attention anymore. Because you know it was, it was, the buzz was going off so addictive. Dang. I this wonder. Was also, like late, early two thousands. So, but this song right here. He's had his hand on a lot of projects. Even his own yes. project that he did didn't blow up as much as I thought it would have. Yeah. Then he produced on Joss Stone's record, right, right. and that didn't blow up. Joss so Stone I'm wondering what 
where the pushback is. You with, get what I mean? With Raphael, I think it's his sound is so 90s. And I think that oh, might wow. be the biggest issue with him. You think about it, the only project he's produced that has popped has been Solange in more recent years. You know, and even still, nobody realizes he's behind a lot of that Solange album. You know, the more um, talented Noel sister. Right, right. Uh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> Y'all trying to get listen. Um, we don't not like music. We love nothing. all music. We love all music. Yeah. Some of us just love some kinds more than others. Yeah. I mean, we put and certain people right. on pedestals sometimes. This is true. And he does score Insecure. He's he scored a lot of movies and television shows over the years. So. But but this song in particular, I was it's happy the last to see him in uh, Luke Cage too. Yes, yes. Um, he gets around, man. He, he gets right. around, but yes, that's Truth Hurts. Cool, that's cool. amazing music right there. Well, thank you very much for that. All right, um, I have uh, a gem that I found a few weeks ago from The Darkness. They came out with this song. Um, I believe, in a, thing I believe in a thing called love. I'm not gonna sing any of that. I'll let you <laughs> take all of that, Terrence. Bruh, that's an amazing song. This song is called Get Your Hands Off My Woman. And uh, like Kevin, I'll just get into it then, yeah. It's a bit of a long intro, so I'll just like go into it a little bit more. As long as the bass line's beautiful, I'm gonna picture a music video. <laughs> Whoa, I was not expecting those vocals. I'm in love. So he's he fronts this um this British band, think glam rock hair band from the '80s. Like he was just plucked from the '80s, plopped into our current. Um, generation and the rest of the band is just like, yep, we're we're his background. <laughs> All the life lies with our lead singer. In, in my opinion, God damn, my this, eyebrows almost went off of my forehead. <laughs> they is, raised so far up. This is so beautiful. You don't understand. It's like they could have been like the band that the kids from the, that '70s show got to go see, <laughs> like oh, a random episode. I could see that. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you for 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 digging it, kind oh, of man. sort of. Well, some some of us, yeah. <laughs> it was just unexpected. I'm, yeah, I'm still not nice. sure how I feel about it. It was it, just if, a lot. It was like one of those like period piece like homages. And since I'm into like you know that weird genre, sort of like Ninja Sex Party, YouTube Ninja Sex Party, they're amazing. They sort of do the same thing: big hair, cool vocals, ridiculous lyrics, crazy videos. All it's right. all amazing. Uh, my next song is, uh, yeah, I, this one, like, we, we've been talking about songs that are, like, songs from one-hit wonders that you're like, damn, they should be, you know, making more. Why isn't this a hit? This one, it starts off sounding like this should be a hit, too. And then about 30 seconds in, there's one little thing that happens, and <laughs> for me, it's like, got it. This is why this shit isn't a hit. Can't wait. I like how this feels. This is a Gautier of somebody that I used to know fame. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. What is that instrument that's um, 
doing that boing thing. I don't know, but the line that I hate is about to come up right here. About right here. Oh no, it's after this this uh, lyric. Is it like the chorus? No, no, it's like a organ sound. I think it is, and it's it's just it makes my dick so soft. You are allowed to describe the line that way. That's quirky. I really don't like that shit. This. That yeah, I'm done with this right now. Already, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Like it definitely feels like musical nutcracker type, you know, beat. You don't really need the lyrics. You just need the beat. Yeah, I could see musical. that being in like an instrumental. Yeah, which is why like it didn't it didn't need that much. They they could have like, right. the lyrics were fine or the the melody that he was singing was fine. His vocals sound good on it, but then it's like one of those things like don't get in the way of the beat. And right. then he had decided to oh let's add this little line here. I'm like fuck you, Gautier. <laughs> why did you have to? Fuck you, man. That's it. He fired his producers like, I could do it myself. I could do this. <laughs> just put this right there. Fire your whole production team. I love it. This is great. This is going to be super. Okay. So let's see what we have coming up next. Is this already cute? Do yep. I, you know what? Let's. Oh. All right. So. Back in like a dozen years ago or some odd times, I uh, heard the song called Rush, listening to like, I guess MTV Hits or MTV2 or whatever network that was. And, you know, it's these two random girls just singing some song and it just felt like so empowering. It's like, you know, these little girls have somebody to look up to. And then all of a sudden they did this song and I, I didn't know what to say. Uh, Nuts cracked. Yeah, like it's like, it's, I guess this is like a fake breakup because you know their boyfriend played like they forgot their birthday. So potential it's, breakup. Right, exactly. So it's 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 a lot. So I get why you know they're probably not super platinum, Disney curse or whatever it is. But it's part of the Disney curse. But yes. it just sounds fun if you don't listen to the actual lyrics because I'm not 12. So. I, I can't really ride that wave, but it's a decent pop song with the melody. Yeah, lyrics don't matter in a pop song, but this next part of the chorus I do really actually like for a pop. I like the structure. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin is like, what? Yeah. It's 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 a pop song. Out of my element. If you've ever heard a pop song, this is it. Picture yeah. a pop song. You're yeah. probably picturing this right now. Yeah. yeah. You know who uh, Who I can also see doing this song? That Canadian, that singer, um, Avril Lavigne? Uh, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, she's a little... They all look and sound the same. Yeah, oh, she's okay. a little heavier on the on the guitar, though. But yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so one does. What is... Well, um, that's actually all that we have time for tonight. Yeah, I know. We have so many other songs that we want to share with you, but we are crunched for time. So um, we're just going to like wrap it up here, I guess. And just um, we just have extra time for plugs. That's all (laughs) I know. Right. Just 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 some 
a lot of social media handles that you guys are about to hear, but we're sure you want to follow us and learn more about music and publications and what's going on in the music world today. So, right? Yeah. I mean, one would hope. I mean, you can follow pretty much just hit the tab. You'll get all of the links to most of all of our music bay things. We'll put our individual things down there as well. If you want to shoot us a, you know, different kinds of messages. I won't say whose boxes are open for what types of messages because uh, mm-hmm. I don't have that authority to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all of that. Let us know what you like to hear and if there are any one-hit wonders that we may have missed that put out other songs that we didn't get a chance to hear about. Maybe they'll be awesome. Maybe not. And we'll probably post the ones that we didn't get a chance to, to get to. Because of time constraints. That's true. Yeah. It, it'll all be in, in a playlist on our YouTube page. So there you go. We got a playlist. Find Music Bay. Uh, nice. Where can we find your stuff? Uh, parlaymag.com. P-A-R-L-E-M-A-G.com. Parlay Mag is also the Twitter handle, the Instagram handle. Uh, basically, love handles. They're, they're all the same thing. It's all Parlay Mag. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that's me. Again, Kevin Benoit, uh, Brooklyn Zone. Ow. And also a strong social following. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, no, oh, no, it's deep. <laughs> you guys run deep. Oh, that's what they <laughs> The parlay folks. Very cool. Damn. Right. Well, uh, you can find me on, uh, I guess I'll plug my Instagram. Instagram at MCVox, M-C-V-O-X. Uh, of course, you can find uh, my band Ruckus, R-U-C-K-U-S, on Facebook, facebook.com slash NYC. You can find me outside your local bodega selling mixtapes, too. So, nice. <laughs> Got to hustle. Got to. Unfortunately, nobody can find me. I'm too busy at work or sleeping. <laughs> but this is true. Yeah, but eventually. Two great pastimes. Right. One day, I'll be, you know, of the terrestrial world, you know, <laughs> and... It'd be awesome. But until then, yes, uh, keep the music love alive. Be sure to keep uh, tuning in and listening to uh, our exciting themes and moods. And, you know, keep in touch with us. Send us to your love. We'll send it right back. Love you guys. That love sound you. you heard was the, the apartment about to explode. Yeah. So. <laughs> we just diffused the bomb, y'all. My hot pockets are ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Take it easy. Peace. Later. This has been a Gifted Sounds production. You can check out Music Bay and more podcasts on giftedsounds.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.